It is time to expand minds through movies, TV, sports, and flicks. It is time to boldly go where no podcast has gone before. It is time for the Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain, the Captain Talk, Talk Licks. Talk, Licks. 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 Welcome to the Captain Talks Licks Podcast. I'm your host, the Captain Cortez, aka Mr. Love, and this is where we talk flicks. I'm welcome to the podcast, podcast where me, the Captain, talks about movies, TV, sports, flicks, anything. You can see the two-word screen. I like to get on here and give my unique perspective, because after 47 years of being on planet Earth, I've developed a new perspective about this movie, TV, sports, and flicks, and I'd like to get on and tell about it. Because just maybe, just maybe you care. And according to the stats, it looks like you do care. I want to give a big shout out to Botswana. Got some plays over in Botswana this past week. Gracias, gratitude, Dodraba. In Botswana, I heard in your land a 1,080 carat diamond was just discovered. I saw a picture of it. It's absolutely huge. This is one of the biggest diamonds I've ever seen in my life. It's absolutely huge. They make a ring out of that. <laughs> so yeah, it's very cool. And thanks for listening. And just FYI, back in the day, I went to school to be a radio DJ. But I never got a job. I think I never got a job. Because I just didn't have the look. If I just would have looked cooler, then maybe I would have became a radio DJ. But I didn't. And it allowed me to become the greatest podcast in the matrix. So it's a debate, might be true, might not be true. But I said it on the internet. So it's gotta be true, right? Cause everything on the internet is facts, not facts, true, false propaganda, fake news, the matrix, microphones, speakers, DJs, turntables, MCs, block parties, B-boys. I don't know. I didn't make the internet. Ask the people that made the internet. So when you're online, just be aware, just watch out. Anyways, I could ramble all day, but I won't. Let's get ready to podcast. But first, a word from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, do you like rap? Do you like hip-hop? Well, if you do, recording artist Sun Tzu Cosmic just dropped another track called Cosmic. The lover of hot fries who spits cosmic raps just dropped a song Cosmic. And if you want to hear a unique rhyme style over crazy, cool, smooth beats, check out the song Cosmic. I guarantee you, you've never heard an artist like Sun Tzu Cosmic in your life. So if you want to hear some new hip-hop, I'll put the link below. Check it out. Now, let's get out of the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I am back again. And everything is good. You know, I tell you a lot, the monkey mind is attacking me. Well, this week, it's not attacking me. This week has been very low-key, very chill, very relaxed. My mind's been very clear. Did a lot of meditation. I finished reading a book today. I've been eating good food. I had that slow-cooker Hawaiian chicken this week. I've just been taking it easy. On the sunshine. Washing clothes. Mowing <laughs> lawns. You know what I mean? Just doing regular, mundane, chill stuff. Relaxing, taking it easy. Sipping lemonade. Right? Thank you. This is so beautiful. Life is good. Because I told you a while back, the monkey mouth was attacking. Slow down this week. It's cool. It's lovely. I'll, I'll, I'll embrace it. I appreciate that. I'm so glad I woke up this morning. Actually, I'm so glad I wake up every morning. But it's just a blessing to be living. Yeah, so anyways, yes, life is good. I hope life is good for you too. And if it's not, it will be good again. If it's one thing I've learned over time is life is like a roller coaster. It's up 
it's down, it's up, it's down, it's up, it's down, you're up, you're down. It just bounces back and forth. Part of me loves it, part of me doesn't like it, but it's just the way it is, at least in my experience. So anyways, hope things are good, and if it's not, they won't be good again. Thanks for listening, and now it is time to podcast. And this week, we are going back to the wilderness of mirrors, to spy versus spy, cloak and dagger, to the great game. This week, I saw the show Special Ops Lioness. Truth is the shrewdest lie. Yeah, so we got to see that this week. Very dope episode. Very cool. Before I get into that, a couple things. First of all, there will be spoilers. And second of all, I do own some shares in the parent company of Paramount+. Plus. I just want to be clear and transparent to let you know. Now that I told you that, let's get into Special Ops Lioness. Truth is the shrewdest lie. Ladies and gentlemen... If you've been watching Special Ops Linus, you remember that they went down to Tejas, Texas. Tejas, Tejas, Texas. And they kind of did some things they probably shouldn't have been doing. Right? They're doing some things they shouldn't have been doing. They're going to get away with it. They pulled a fast one. But you know what? You can't fool the CIA. They're very hard to fool. You're going to fool you. can fool me, probably. I probably may be able to fool you. Maybe to fool your mom, your dad. Maybe your school, <laughs> maybe your neighbor, maybe the crossing guard. You probably can fool them people. Maybe, maybe you can't. I don't know. But it's very hard to pull a fast one on those intelligence agencies, especially the CIA. So they would try to pull a fast one down to Taz, Texas. But you know what? CIA found out. So there were some questions to be had. Say, hey, Joe. Hey, dude, I don't know your name. Who called Joe to do the op. What happened? They wanted answers. And they say, like, okay, we got our answers. Well, you know what you gotta do? You gotta clean this mess up. So in this episode, Joe and company are cleaning up the mess they made down at Tejas, right? And Joe really got screwed on that. Joe didn't know there'd be all this blowback, but fast forward to now, blowback ensued, so now you gotta clean up your mess. But in the process of cleaning up the mess, it was kind of a blessing in disguise because the mess they cleaned up was a potential bad incident that was gonna be carried out by some terrorists. So they stop a terrorist plot while cleaning up the mess. So while maybe the Texas incident that happened a while back was not ideal, they were able to stop some bad people, which is very cool. So yes. So anyways, Joe cleaned up the mess. They stopped some bad people. And that's what goes on in the episode. But also while Joe was handling all this mess cleaning business, she got a family. Her family member, her daughter, is still in the hospital dealing with all that. So Joe has the plate spinning up. Handle these terrorists. Also, take care of my daughter. Also, comfort my husband. Just so much going on. Just like I said the episode with Star Trek last episode. A lot of times we have a very uh, demanding position. There's just so many more plates to spin. So many more balls to juggle. It can be very demanding. Trying to have a family. Trying to take care of your profession. Trying to balance all these things can be very tough to deal with. And in the episode, we see Joe... Flat out tell her daughter, like, hey, you were paying the price for me trying to go out here and save the country. I'm out here saving other families, but unfortunately, you are paying this price, right? I mean, so as we walk through life, as you spend time doing one thing, other things lose time, right? So you can't be everywhere at once. So when you allocate a lot of time to whatever you're allocated to, something else may be suffering. It applies to all of us. I was just thinking earlier today, we only got 24 hours in one day, all of us. And once that passes, it's done. You have to spend those 24 hours however you see fit, right? Got to sleep. Maybe you got a job. Maybe you got 
whatever else. I don't know whatever else you got, but whatever you got, you only got the 24 to spend. And if you spend eight hours, nine hours, 10 hours doing something, and then something else is suffering. In the show, Joe allocates a lot of time to help keeping America safe. But in the process of allocating that time to keeping America safe, her daughter loses a lot of that time where Joe could be with her daughter, helping her, guiding her, and unfortunately can't because her profession demands a lot of her time. And there's a lot of professionals out there keeping America safe in various ways who dedicate a lot of time to that task. And unfortunately, that time spent there doesn't get to be spent with their family a lot of times. A lot of times the families of these first responders and military and all those type of people that keep us safe in America, keep our country safe, keep our city safe, are sacrificing a lot. Their family time, time with their family. I mean, I appreciate it so much because I understand that you only have so much time and a lot of your time is delegated to the task of keeping cities safe, America safe, county safe, country safe, water safe, air safe, right? I get that and I appreciate that a lot. Like I've been saying this podcast, the last few episodes about special ops, I understand there's a lot of people that actually live these lives and they are giving a lot to keep us safe. And I just wanted to express my gratitude for you doing that. I'm sitting in this room with a podcast on a microphone, a lot of time to dedicate to this. While a lot of you guys are out there working now, working now, you're overseas, you stayed up late and slept, right? Your body's worn out, mind's worn out, hungry, tired, whatever, right? And I'm here just doing podcasts. I appreciate it so much because I know you guys gave a lot. And I appreciate it so much. And, it, and this show has really reminded me of that. But seeing how the family's affected of Joe and seeing how she's trying to do the best she can with her family and also balancing trying to keep America safe. Very hard thing, but noble thing to do. And I appreciate that the show kind of shines the light on that. So maybe the people that watch this show can just appreciate these people that do this task. And not only are they allocating the time to help keep America safe, they're also putting their life at risk as well. Because these are not just easy jobs. These are um, dangerous jobs a lot of them are doing. Right? And they're putting their life on the line as well to keep us safe. I know I keep saying that, but when I watch these shows, this is what I keep thinking. Like, I just keep appreciating and thinking, like, man, they, they, they put a lot at risk to keep us safe. And I appreciate that a lot. So anyways, this is a fine spy drama. And I've seen a lot of spy shows over the years. And I don't think I've seen one that quite shows how that life can impact the family so much, right? And also the way it's shot and told, it really is showing that it's a tough life, right? And um, a lot of times I'm watching, like I'm watching Joe with her daughter and I just like feel so bad for Joe and her daughter. Like, I wish there was some way they could remedy this. And in the show, um, Joe's boss is like, well, to, to try to maybe remedy it, she offers a chief of station position. Now, if you're not, if you don't know anything about spy world or anything about that, basically a chief of station is a person that heads a station in another country, right? And it's where they operate out of, so they can do spy stuff in those countries. And basically, just like any other business or organization or franchise or whatever, you got to have someone that runs that. Chief of station is basically the person that runs that station in that area. And in the show, she's like, "Hey, we'll make you a chief of station over at London. You can bring your family over, chill, relax, right? Because a lot of times." When you're stationed overseas, if you're in the CIA, sometimes you can't bring your family over there. So you can be over there, you have your kids over there, have your wife, husband, whatever. It happens a lot. But in the show, she's like, well, my kids will be in danger. Now, to be fair, though, London is a, is a lot cushier job than some of the other places she could be. 
So, so if I was going to be chief of station and they offer me like London versus somewhere like in the Middle East or something, now this is not, this is not derogatory. It's not meant as a disrespect to those regions, but there's just way more action in that region of the world than in London. Now, don't get me wrong, there can be action in danger in London as well. But London seems to be more of the cushier places to be. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I just mean as far as the intensity of some of these other regions. I just got done reading this book called Damascus Station, where the, um, they're stationed at Damascus. And in the book, the embassy gets overran, right? And in real life, back in the day, in like 79 in Iran, like the station got overran at the embassy. So some of these regions in the world, having a CIA station or an embassy can be very dangerous. Now, London, the chances of something very horrible going down as opposed to other places are probably not as great. Now, while they can happen, odds are probably not as great that something would happen there. So she offered her this chief of station. I'm wondering if she'll follow up on that or that, that was just kind of some just small talk. I don't know. But anyways, that may be a way for Joe to maybe spend more time with the family and do her job, right? So, I mean, it doesn't sound like she wants to give up her job, but she just wanted to kind of have more time with the family. So maybe that's an option for her. And maybe season two... If they have a season two, the season two was her being a chief of station and her family's there with her. That'd be an interesting way to go. Would really be interesting where she'd be the chief of station at. Yeah, they could they get to do a whole thing with that. So anyways, the episode is absolutely fantastic. I have a deep appreciation for these people doing these, these things. This is great storytelling. It's a great spy tale. It's really good. I see why it's in the top 10 of streaming. It makes total sense because it's a great story. The guy that does the show, I'm not familiar with, but I think he may do um yellowstone possibly i have to, I have to look that up I, I, so a lot of times i don't even pay attention to who makes it until after the show is all over i don't want these podcasts to be to, uh influenced by that but anyways fantastic show so if you love spine check out special ops Linus. you will not be disappointed and until next time we'll see of course it's hard it's supposed to be hard if it were easy everybody would do it hard is what makes it great a league of their own until next time it's captain beats the Captain, Captain Talks, Talks Flicks. Flicks.